Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rakuten. It's the smartest way to shop and save. Earn cash back at over 3,500 stores in every single category. We're talking fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, subscription services, and so much more. Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or can send you a check. Membership is free and it's super easy to sign up. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving. Shouldn't you be one of them? It's a no-brainer. Shopping smarter doesn't have to be harder. Start with Rakuten via desktop, the app, or the extension, and let Rakuten do the deal finding for you. Start saving today at Rakuten.com or on the Rakuten app. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. You are listening to The Blue Room. This is going to be a segment from Tuesday's Subscribers Weekly Show. It was hosted by myself and joining me where Dave Downey, Mike Diascia, and Gav Buckland, uh, we spoke about a host of topics, including new contracts for Andy Gordon and Michael Keane, the imminent signing of Alan. And the clip you're going to hear now is a section of our discussion on James Rodriguez, who increasingly looks like he might be heading to Goodison Park this summer. Uh, we spoke about various topics around the potential Colombian international. If you want to hear the full version of this show, which was getting close to an hour, uh, it is available on Blue Room Extra, where we're going to be doing tons of content ahead of the new campaign. If you want to get involved, it is patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. Uh, you can sign up. It's about four, £4 a month. Uh, we do about 20 hours of extra content to the stuff we put out here as well. And you can also do an annual membership now, so you can save 10% on that monthly amount you'd usually pay for. But here's a segment of the show we did today, Subscribers Weekly on James Rodriguez. It's been on the agenda for, for a while, it seems. The interest has really ramped up this week. Um, Mike, I'll come to you on this one. We've been having very sensible chats here about players and sell-on value and the age profile and what Carlo Ancelotti wants, etc., etc. When it's James Rodriguez, do you have less sensible chats? Do you just sort of say, it's James Rodriguez? And if this works, it could be pretty special. Yes and no. Yes and no. I think um, it's James Rodriguez. Like it is, and 
that is in itself a bit mental because if it comes off, Everton could have a player on their hands that we haven't seen the creative ability or the technical ability of a player like that for a very, very long time. In with what we've got, it's just probably not in the Premier League era. Do you think that's fair to say? No, probably not. Like th- there is a player there that is just sensational. Like I know the, the stick that he gets, and it's sort of like, oh well, he never really kicked on, despite being very, very good in his first year at Real Madrid and still winning titles of Bayern Munich, and then coming back and just not being given a chance to play. Gareth Bale's still a very, very good footballer. It's not his fault that Zinedine Zidane hates him. Just there are there are a lot of things at play rather than just one player being not as good as they were made out to be, living off a World Cup, whichever way you want to spin it. This is still a quality player with a quality output. And if you can put the finances together to make it work in a viable sense, I don't think it's someone Everton should be absolutely breaking the bank for. I think it, we have to look at this in the sense that Everton had probably how much money? Maybe twenty million pounds tied up in a deal for Gabriel. Obviously, just signed for Arsenal. That money has then been shelved and taken and can be used elsewhere. You would assume, if you're looking at that in terms of finances, then yeah, fair enough. That is relatively sensible. You, I don't think Everton should be going above that for this player. But there are a couple of things that you look at and just kind of make you a bit unsure. I hope someone has told them that Merseyside is cold. First of all. I hope that was the first conversation that was had with him because this is the fellow who couldn't couldn't stand living in Germany. Like, I hope somebody has told him what Merseyside is like. Whether it's Carlo Ancelotti who's wax lyrical about Crosby to him because we know he loves to do that. Maybe that's what's happened, but... Jesus Christ, I can't be doing with six months down the line and moaning about it being cold. I'm not having any of that. Hey, we have crack and sensory, mate. We'll be all right. It's very good for the good heating system, to be fair. Yeah. That reminds me of uh, in the early 80s when Howard Kendall was after the, well, allegedly after the Brazilian guy called Nunes a strike, and he was allowed, he was allowed that the video we saw of him was in the Brazilian, Brazilian sunshine. He's got gloves on. <laughs> God, that was what it'd be like in Liverpool in November. Matt, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was watching uh, a montage. Everybody has been doing these real emotional montages. Lionel Messi obviously looks like he's going to leave Barca, and uh, somebody tweeted the highlights of the full game when Barca won at the New Camp and Messi scored in the last minute, three two, I think it was in 2017. And uh, Andre Gomez set up, set up that goal that he scores in the last minute, feeds it into Jordi Alba, who pulls it back. And James Rodriguez, a previously equalised Real Madrid, and I'm sat there thinking, we can't possibly have those two playing for us and get bad. <laughs> can't possibly be bad. When they've just watched one of the greatest games in the league of history, you think of what was on the line in that match and seeing such a five-goal thriller. Everton will have two of the players that took part and featured in goals in that game. How could we possibly be a bottom half Premier League team? Even we can't do that. Yeah. There was, there was a great tweet, was it, that Everton fan on Saturday? Did you see it? It says, imagine the fume from Everton fans when you find out with uh, San and Joe Allen and Jay Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, you know what I mean? The way we are, mate, we'll probably get versions of those players when those two lads we have brought in come. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> but, but, 
So on the signing, Gav, you're obviously very rational thinker when it comes to all this sort of stuff. Do you, do you sort of just throw caution to the wind a little bit when it's a player that's essentially special? Uh, it comes back to the Carlo thing, doesn't he? He's played for Carlo. He wants to, you know, wants to work with Carlo. Um, as long as we can make it work, it'll give us something that we haven't got. I mean, what we do need, we talk about midfielders, we need goals in midfield, don't yeah. we? I mean, I can't remember, is it the, the last two seasons is our third highest goal scorer in the Premier League? I've got three. Yeah. Something like that. Like the top mm. got 13 or 14, next to has been three or four, you know. You can't have that, you know. Um, no goals from midfield. We're talking, you know, Mike was saying before about defensive stability and all that. You also need goals only from a wide, especially, which you've not had. And that's what I, I expect, you know, that, that's one of the attractions of bringing, you know, Hamas or James or Jimmy, whatever you would call them in Liverpool, you know. Hamas isn't going down in Liverpool. Though. No, Rob, it isn't. Is it, really? Rob Palmer told us the other day, didn't he, David? It's Hamas. Yeah, it is, it is Hamas, but it's not going to be when he comes here. He's going to have to get used to that, to that and the lack of Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. Rodge. Jimmy Rodge. <laughs> Jimmy Rodge, yeah. So I think I think that's what we need, you know. Forgetting about the, the, the hype, I'm seeing something today. See, the seventh most popular person on social media in sports or something yeah. that's ridiculous. Um, um, and so, it's, it's setting aside the hype over big name and you know that maybe Mercedes always wanted and all that type of stuff is is the from the football's perspective is it exactly what we need? Is somebody who can play out wide in midfield? I know he likes cutting in, wants to play more sensitively. He's got he can score goals. You know, Golden Boot winner in the World Cup. That's not a bad. Uh, Bad start, is it? You know, and that, that's what we need as well. So it ticks a lot of boxes if you can make it work financially. I think from a creativity perspective, I can't complain because it's one thing that I've wanted to see from a wide player at Everton for a very long time is just pure, unadulterated creativity. You know you are going to get it. Whether it's just a key pass, whether it's a run, whether it's just, you know you're going to get something from this man. And whether Everton do go back to playing a sort of 4-3-3 system and having him off the right and Richarlison off the left, it actually gives Everton two very different options on wings, which is very nice. And it, it means that you can't suddenly double up defenders on Richarlison because you also have the other wing to worry about just as much, which has not been the case with someone like Theo Walcott there, unfortunately. But from a sense of just Hamed Rodriguez... As a footballer, I really hope this is a move that all parties within our recruitment strategy have signed off on. That's one thing that I really do hope is in play here, is that you have an agreement between Carlo Ancelotti and Marcel Brands. I think, as Gav has highlighted there, I can absolutely guarantee you that Farad Mashiri will have been licking his lips at the actual request from Ancelotti to bring him in, will have absolutely pushed the boat out to go and get him if he thought it was doable. But I really hope that Marcel Brands has signed on, off on this as well. And I do hope that they are working in tandem on this because it's a sort of deal that you don't know whether that sort of director of football would kind of go, well, yeah, you can't pass up the opportunity to make the best of the situation that you have. If you have Carlo Ancelotti here, you use the trump cards that you have to get the bargain deals that you can, whether that is James Rodriguez or whether that's someone else, or whether it's um, Nielsen Kunku, who actually speaks to Ancelotti and actually gets to sign rather than going to sign for Leipzig or whoever. You use the trump cards however you can. I do hope that it's something you've agreed upon rather than the thing we've seen at Everton before of 
different people pulling in different directions. That's the one thing that is playing on my mind a little bit. Dave, final thoughts to you on, on this one. Exciting. Yeah, I, I hate to finish on a sour note, but I, I, what Mike's saying there, I, I hope that is the case, but I don't think it is. Um, I, I think if you look at Brands' relationship with the board, the club, Mercedes, whatever, whatever it is you want to you, you want to say about it, I don't feel it's been, if you had to speak to him personally, uh, away from any sort of microphone or media conference or whatever, Marcel Brands would say this hasn't gone like he was envisaged or told when he first came in, simply because I don't think he's, these are two players that, yes, he probably sits there and, and concedes that you can't pass up the chance of signing these players and that the, the goalposts in terms of his remit have very much changed when you get a profile like Ancelotti in the football club. I think the club have probably approached it how they look at these signings in terms of Mishiri probably moved heaven and earth to try and get Ancelotti when he knew he'd be available and was willing to come. Uh, that goes for these two players, of course. But in Brands' world and his eyes, when he first came in, would he envisage Everton having a manager like Carlo Ancelotti that he had to work with? Absolutely not. And would he have been told, and, and this come back to Man and Gab's joke about resale value and, and sell-on and, and all this sort of thing, I'm very much of the opinion that Marcel Brands, that's the way he was told he had to go about things because we were a club that couldn't simply keep spending money out of the uh, the owner's pocket. We were a club that had to find some sort of sustainability. So to see this, and then the deals we're pulling off now, yes, he might well be, and, he, and hopefully he is integral to the negotiations and getting people around the table and getting the fees down to suit something that's in within our sort of um, financial uh, control. But I don't think they'd be his choice. I don't think he'd want to do it this way. But again, I suppose he's in a role where he can be sort of knocked about from pillar to post a bit when somebody comes in, the manager like Ancelotti, who's a much more senior and authoritative figure than what he's been used to working with. He will not be the senior person in that relationship, whereas he has been with Marco Silva. I think that's pretty pretty clear, given the, the players we signed when Silva was here. So it's, it's changed and it's how he adapts to that. It's whether he's he's got the humility, I suppose, to, to adapt to being that involved in the relationship but of course he's on the board now as well so it's a really interesting way I think we've gone about things and in my heart to heart so I think Brands would have ever followed Ancelotti here no obviously he's had to do it now because Ancelotti's come after him but I think he'd have seen his role far far differently than what we've seen to the point where at the AGM it was clarified wasn't it last year by Denise what his job would actually be it, it sends a hell of a message out I think to everybody if she's as a CEO's had to come out and define the role of one of the employees at the football club because everybody's sitting there thinking, I'm going, why is he not involved in this? Why is he not making the sign? And so that relationship, let's hope, is just a, a minor thing and it doesn't become an issue. But um, yeah, when, when Mike says it, I, I'm in hope more than expectation of, of how that relationship works. But look, we are yeah. here now. I think we're entitled to sit there and think, do you know what? We're getting too... Well, well, definitely one world-class player, one top-class player, maybe another good player into Corre. As fans, I suppose we can only take that on face value. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. You remember that time you were singing in the shower, and then you heard a knock on the wall, and then you realized that your bathroom shared a wall with your neighbor's bedroom, and all you could do was stand there silently, thinking about all the other things they may have heard in the four years you've lived there? <sighs> yeah, good times. 
Sorry, we can't save you from that memory, but we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.